This is the Alternative Media, exposing government corruption, defending our suspended constitution, demanding the rights of we the people, broadcasting the truth, the puppet media dare not report. Long live liberty and death to the new world order. Prepare yourself. This is the Alternative Media. We're not patched into the board yet on Skype, though. I don't, I don't hear anything, sir. Okay, well, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not hearing any music yet or anything, so I won't. Okay, oh, I see. Okay. Hello and welcome, folks. I believe we are uh, live. I am not hearing the uh, the intro music, but we were just maybe uh, turned down or, or not patched in. But uh, welcome, folks, and welcome to the alternative media here on Republic Broadcasting. This is Richard Carey filling in for Farron Schof here and... Uh, well, we haven't heard any updates from Farron yet, but uh, we'll be holding up the fort here until he returns, covering all of the insanity out there, sorting through the economic, geopolitics, Jewish power, racial realism, white genocide, social engineering, engineered scarcity, and outright lunacy surrounding us here Today, it is Saturday, April 22nd, 2023. And again, I am Richard Carey, filling in for Fair and Shof. I have Jeremy from Kentucky as my co-host here today, folks. None other than Jeremy. He's been a long time, well, a contributor, even as host here on the alternative media. And, and certainly you should be checking out his broadcasts. And that's 9 p.m. Central, uh, Monday through Thursday evening, in plain sight. Jeremy from Kentucky. Jeremy, good morning. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the show, sir. Top of the morning to you, Richard. Uh, I just checked the live stream. Uh, you were coming through clear as of just a few minutes ago. So I just didn't hear any intro or the music, but I think we should be live and, and up and rolling now. Okay. All right. Good. Good stuff. Thank you for that. And, um, yeah, yeah, we'll just have to make sure we're patched into the board to, to hear our cues later. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We have well quite a bit we could go over. Uh, to start, I noticed you sent me an article uh, just a little earlier here. Do you want to cover that first, Jeremy? 
Yeah, because it's kind of chilling that they're going after people from Charlottesville, something that happened almost three years ago. That's that's pretty bad for carrying torches. That's literally going to be the charge. <laughs> the tiki torches. Be- because there's some law in the books. Uh, I guess it had to do with the Klan that if you burn things to intimidate people, you know, there's a law against that. And so way back in, I think, 2019, the prosecuting attorney would not go after the Tiki Torch protesters based on that law. And so now there's somebody new and this prosecutor is going after him. But, yeah, this is just from Friday, April 21st is the article by CNN by Hannah Rabinowitz. Uh, a judge denied bond on Friday to a man accused in the 2017 white supremacist march in Charlottesville, Virginia, citing allegations that the man continued to participate in anti-Semitic incidences after the famous, infamous event. University of Virginia. Now, there's three guys total that they've indicted in other states. So literally, they had a grand jury and they had to get a federal uh, warrant. And so that means the, the federal judge in each of these guys' states um, had to sign off on this warrant and they're arresting them to drag them to Charlottesville for trial. And one of the guys that denied bail because he continued to participate in anti-Semitic incidents. So there's that. Have you got a chance to look this over at all? It's kind of mm-hmm. chilling. No, not, not too, uh, in depth, just the first couple, couple of paragraphs, but no, I mean, you're covering it. Great. Uh, yeah, no, but we'll, yeah. We'll, please, please, please go ahead. Yeah, so um, you got three of these guys. Let's see, one's in Texas, one Ohio, and one's South Carolina. Um, They've not entered a formal plea. Defense attorneys declined to speak to reporters. I'm not reading it verbatim. I'm just kind of hitting the highlights here. They also mentioned uh, that Heather Heyer was killed when a car plowed through a crowd of counter-protesters. They were always going to bring that up uh, because that's their, you know, that's their smoking gun. They're like, well, look. This Jewish young lady was killed, therefore crackdown, you know, and um, they don't bring up any of the other details that James Fields was being threatened. Uh, there's some professor with a gun waving it at him. Uh, there's people breaking, hitting the, the, his vehicle, and he just tried to get out of there and accidentally went into a crowd of protesters. Heather Heyer was probably, what, 300 pounds, um, died of a heart attack. I don't think it was really from the injuries of the vehicle. That's beside the point. The point is they're going to use Heather Heyer to get these um, prosecutors and these juries to come down very hard. And these three individuals um, that have been indicted, that's just the beginning. They said they're going to go after as many as they can uh, now that they have this new prosecutor. So I'll kick it back to you, Richard. Your your thoughts on this, that you could, they could go after you for something from six years ago on some arbitrary law like that. This is just... Intimidation tactics to stop people from expressing their First Amendment rights, basically. I mean, this was an organization regarding the statues originally. Uh, some question how, you know, some promoters who got involved a little later uh, in organizing, you know, may have been suspicious of the direction it took, whatever the case. I mean, you know, and then, of course, you had a couple random people showing up there uh, that, that seemed questionable because they were just seemed so out of place with their, uh, you know, their gear or their, their, their symbols. But, uh, you know, I don't know. This, this seems like it was manu- 
well, it was uh, guided uh, once those in power were aware of this event to discredit the movement, just like they used the same formula for January 6th after it. But, I mean, well, what What was the, uh, the big uh, soundbite? Uh, you will not replace us and Jews will not replace us. Those were both... Uh, being stated, like some, some, I don't know, some, at some points we were questioning whether uh, the Jews line was being stated, but then later people were saying, yeah, no, they were, uh, maybe one point in the night they were just saying, you will not replace us. At other points they were saying back and forth, uh, alternating between the two at the very least. But it's freedom of speech, you know, and just like boycotts, uh, you know, when they have the BDS restrictions, trying to stop our freedom of speech that way. But the protests and boycotts are very legitimate. They always have been. It's part of what this nation was founded on, the freedoms of doing those things. But they're trying to, yeah, twist this as a, oh, you know, this was trying to promote killing blacks or something just because they had tiki torches. Or or, or that this was, oh, look, this was like a, a Third Reich uh, um, organized, organized um, what, uh, event or <laughs> somehow what, what, what it, I was looking at some of what it said near uh, a- a- Al- Abermarie County Circuit Court Judge Claude Worrell said he can't believe the defendant Tyler Brady Dykes one of the three you mentioned there Tyler Brady Dykes quote will be on good behavior unquote if he were to be released from jail while he awaits trial so, yeah, no, I can't believe these, these straight white males would actually uphold the law uh, while they're awaiting trial. There's, there's no way. <laughs> One of these guys got sentenced, like, during while he's out on bail, he has to live with his parents. Like, think about that. They're telling a grown man that he's got to live with his parents and they, so they can keep an eye on him. I'm pretty sure I read that. That's almost too crazy to believe. Um, just a few things while um, – Looking that up, let's see, Dots is the one you mentioned. Well, they don't want them so to get, be taken seriously, right? They want to yeah. be thought of as, like, someone who's trying to um, hack uh, things from their uh, parents' basement or something, right? <laughs> I, I think it's Dots that they said can't be released on bail because he was it was involved in anti-Semitic activities, whatever that is. Um, I guess he was making lampshades or something. I don't know. And then the <laughs> other two, I think one of them was told they had to stay with their, their parents, and that reminds me of the the Bankman Freed uh, Jew, the the dude that did all the you know the money laundering with the, right. with the crypto uh, scam. He was sentenced to live with his parents while he's awaiting trial. He should have been sentenced <laughs> to get rid of that fro. I know. I mean, they should have been like, "Yeah, bro, you're gonna shave that thing. That's gonna be shaved off like you know, during your whole time that you're on probation or whatever." But no, I mean seriously, they're not. They can't take away First Amendment. And so they're just going to do everything and go around it. And I did. That's, that's a good comparison, January 6th in Charlottesville. I actually made that comparison January 5th, the night before. John Statmiller was on his way there, and he called into my show. And we were talking about how it could, it could go Charlottesville quick. Um, and in both cases, you know, you, you have people legitimately protesting First Amendment. And, you know, just like with January 6th, you had people that were there legitimately, like, I know John Statmiller went, Patrick went, No White Guilt went from Mark uh, College show. So there were people there that were legit, but you had all it takes is a handful of feds or informants, and they were crawling with 
organizations that were full of them, you know, like the three percenters and proud boys, that's all it takes for the thing to go south. Uh, and so that's what they did there in Charlottesville. Um, j- just a, a handful of feds, uh, and, and it all goes south. And we see this with every aspect of attack on the first amendment. Mark Houck, I just looked this guy up. He was the Catholic, uh, minister that was arrested. He, he had protested outside an abortion clinic with his 12 year old son. One of the pro-abortion protesters was harassing his son and Mark pushed the guy down. Well, it was taken to trial at his local, uh, in his local, uh, uh town of, what is it, Kentersville? Let's see what that, yeah, Kentersville. And it was thrown out because the dude that got pushed failed to show up. Well, the feds came in and charged Mark Halk with the FACE Act. Basically, it's an act that says you can't uh, block uh, a reproductive rights clinic. And so they charged him with blocking the clinic. And they arrested him. There's like 20 federal agents pulled this guy out in the front lawn in front of this, all of his kids. He had a bunch of kids. Handcuffed him and took him off. Now, he was acquitted in February, you know, thank goodness, but that's not the point. The point is, they don't have to change the First Amendments. You don't have any rights. When they decide they're going to come after you, they're going to do it. Period. Yeah, no, I mean, we don't have any uh, adherence to the Bill of Rights, the freedoms we've been, which have been acknowledged are, uh, well, Nat, uh, given to us from nature, you know, that are that are inherent to us, some would say given by God, uh, such as yourself, uh, that can't even be bestowed to us. Uh, privileges is the way they like to think of what is uh, enunciated in the Bill of Rights, that privileges they're granting to you if you're a good little, a good little um, servant, right? But yeah, no, there were some suspicious individuals at Charlottesville. And, and yeah, no, I was the week or so leading up to, I had that in my mind as well, that this is going to become very easily another Charlottesville uh, for the establishment's optics uh, to reference in future situations, January 6th there. As far as Charlottesville's questionable elements, I mean, and you also had, in addition to those you mentioned the group that was the crew that was in the uh, police riot gear, uh, Matthew Heinbach and, and his people. I don't know. I've always been <laughs> been suspicious of him. You know, coming there with a full on you know police riot helmet, shield, and everything. It's it's like you're. I mean, I mean, how, how does it not look like you know you're you're trying to be an agitator? It, um, it, I don't know. It's like it's like those people that go to the go to the Middle East fairs and they dress up like knights and, and wield swords, you know, and it's all kind of fun. Only these guys were like serious. They were dressing up like Nazis <laughs> or some kind of, you know, they called themselves the traditional workers party. It was something like that. And of course, they got all involved with the feds. And then you had Christopher Cantwell involved. He was he was taken in by the feds and started doxing people. Um, he's a fed snitch. And so you had a lot of fed snitches come out of Charlottesville. Um, okay, so I that's official. Probably... Go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, so that was official about Cant- Cantwell um, oh, naming yeah. names, uh, implicating others once he was. But the, the, the one who got into it the most, who seemed like a bit of a newbie to uh, far right uh, Talking points, uh, values. Jason Kessler, uh, you know, he he was kind of 
um, soft core, you know, is, didn't really address too much uh, too strongly regarding like Jewish power or racial realism. But Jason Kessler, I mean, what do you think of him? Uh, does he seem as, as shady as some of these others in retrospect? Or do you think he really could have been just naive? I haven't heard anything out of him other than like Patrick interviewed him one time and that was about it. And that's really all we know about the guy. I mean, it, it does seem like, you know, I can't say for sure. I'm just speculating that maybe somebody got to Kessler. Maybe he really didn't want to organize some kind of a protest for Southern pride and somebody got to him. Um, they definitely had things planned out for Saturday. Now the Tiki torch was what Friday night, right? That, that was kind of a flash don't they call that a flash mob or something or a flash protest when you just show up and you don't announce or organize it. So that, that's yeah. why they didn't really disrupt the Tiki Torch thing. But the Saturday thing, that seemed like it was had all kind of traps laid for it. And um, I'm suspect of Kessler, but I don't want to say one way or the other. Maybe someone else that, that calls in would have more info. Uh, but definitely after Charlottesville, I mean, Heimbach and Cantwell, I would not trust them. I would not be on the phone with them. I would not have them on my show. I would not go on their show. They are toxic. I mean, even if they are legitimate and they, they've changed their ways, once a Fed snitch, always be suspicious of being a Fed snitch. That's what I say. Yeah, so indeed, indeed. And, yeah, you have to wonder how this is going to affect, affect future situations. I mean, they, they set precedents. Uh, the establishment, they tried to, again, at... January 6th, a lot more is coming out about it, at least. And what, well, I, 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 I'm, I commend Tucker Carlson for at least airing whatever he did air of, of the footage. Finally, letting many, uh, well, 50% uh, or so of the country is still more pro-Trump than against Trump of the, you know, conservative normie MAGA crowds out there. They're definitely was a lot of them were a lot of them who needed to see that we were aware of a lot of that footage in the independent media but these are small circles of course so now that so many people have seen that i mean it's it's becoming common knowledge right now in this era it is it is circulating what has been broadcast on fox with tucker carlson and it's becoming common knowledge how much of a psyop uh, that was uh, regarding the police and the uh, you know manipulation of uh well, the manufacturing of, of the um, unrest, Jeremy. Yeah, and I'm a little suspect of, my question is, why is Tucker releasing this stuff? I mean, Tucker's been on interviews where he's openly anti-white. I don't know if you've heard this, but he's like, basically F white people. He said that um, um, the whites in America are becoming a minority, and when they do, he's not going to be someone that, that talks about white political rights. He just flat out said that. In an interview, I'll try to find the source of that. Um, to give it to you live. Right. Wow, yeah, why would bad. he air stuff about Charles? Right? Maybe it's just maybe it's all part of the Trump crowd rally. Right. Well, I hear the the music. So we're on the break, Jeremy. All right, we'll stick around, folks. The alternative media, Richard Carey, Jeremy from Kentucky. We'll be right back.
For the past 14 years, it's been my privilege to host the National Intel Report on RBN, to offer a platform to interview exceptional guests, to provoke critical thought, and examine evidence, whether real, fake, or somewhere in between, and allow our audience to call in and participate with your input and questions in order to help us all reach an educated decision and arrive at our own truth. Our world has changed. It's now been turned on its head. Real is now considered fake and mainstream fake is now pushed as real, rather than any any clear clear thinking, thinking, consensus, consensus or or rationale. Those few remaining beacons of light, the ones still shining through the mainstream media lies, propaganda, and deception, are being viciously attacked at every level through attempts at censorship, threatening advertisers, jailing hosts, and even killing journalists brave enough to speak the truth to you. We are in a war for our very freedom and existence, and through these despicable acts, freedom haters, collectivists, and communitarians have shown they will stop at nothing to blot out these last few beacons of light. Truth is becoming increasingly more difficult to unmask, just as the term unmasking itself is spoken by those usually anonymous sources. They promote their lies, wishing to mask the truths by ignoring it, vilifying it, or conspiratorializing it into a black hole abyss. Regrettably, RBN has reached the tipping point, and through internal audit and actuarial review, it has now been determined that the only life raft of survival to this network is to go the way of PBS, that being audience-supported. Like a cornered animal, the left with veracity is pulling out all the stops with every effort to effectively blacken our beacon forever. Help us, folks. Help yourselves. Don't let our light stop shining. Our motto has always been, because you can handle the truth. It's time to review your budget, folks. If you want the truth to keep flowing through RBN, go to republicbroadcasting.org and become a regular monthly donor of 30, 40, 50, or 100 or more a month and ensure you keep the truth flowing. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Media folks, 
Richard Carey here with Jeremy from Kentucky. And since we were on the topic of engineered incidents, uh, why not we uh, just try to fit this one in uh, right now? Uh, this just came across with um, <laughs> a little too little too late, is what most people would say. Evidently, this was uh, at RT that I found it at Blacklisted News. Special service declassified Guantanamo cork filing suggests some 9-11 hijackers were CIA agents. An explosive court filing from the Guantanamo Military Commission, a court considering the cases of defendants accused of carrying out the 9-11 terrorist attacks on New York, has seemingly confirmed the unthinkable. The document was originally published via a Guantanamo Bay court docket, but while public, it was completely redacted. Independent researchers obtained an unexpurgated copy. It is an account by the commission's lead investigator, DEA veteran Don Canestrato, of his personal probe of potential Saudi government involvement in the 9-11 tax. Oh, notice they never mentioned Israeli. Conducted at the request of the defendant's lawyers. Two of the hijackers were being closely monitored by the CIA in May, wittingly or not, have been recruited by Langley long before they flew planes into the World Trade Center buildings. And then they have uh, the story of, of these two men, of the great many enduring mysteries of the 9-11 attacks, still unresolved over two decades later. Perhaps the biggest and gravest relate to the activities of Nawaf al-Hazim Hazmi and Khalid al-Mindar in the 18 months leading up to that fateful day. Uh, the pair traveled to the U.S. on multi-entry visas in January 2000, despite having repeatedly been flagged by the CIA and NSA previously as likely al-Qaeda terrorists. And it just, uh, it, it, it goes on and, okay, so CIA agents, uh, these, these people with Arab names is all that says to me. Uh, don't mention the dancing Israelis, uh, Israeli government uh, involvement. Even just the prepping, I mean, we've gone over a lot of this. The, the Israeli company that was in charge of um, all of the tech uh, security camera and what have you overhauls, they were doing in different parts of the building in the le weeks leading up to that. They needed to shut down uh, what security cameras and uh, very easily could have planted uh, charges, um, cutter charges, whatever they needed to do, uh, free of scrutiny. Um, during all the, the, the tech enhancements that, that Israeli company was doing. I forget the name of the company there. But, you know, this is what a, uh, a controlled leak, right? A limited hangout uh, that, they're, that they're just continuing. I don't know. And they're saying, why was this hidden? And, of course, well, you know, these, these CIA affiliate uh, Arab men. But, again, though, this is this is currently out of out of RT and... Um, you know, I don't know. It just seems like it's, uh, like, I guess I, like I said, too little too late, Jeremy. Anytime, of course, our media, they don't care about us. They don't want to really expose anything. They don't want to cover news for the sake of informing us. It's always some sort of control. So anytime they leak something like this, I'm just suspect. Um, you know, you take, remember in 2016, the media leaked out that Congress finally released the report that Saudi Arabia funded 9-11 and the majority of attackers were Saudi. So, mm -hmm. you know, they think they released that stuff. Anytime Saudi Arabia starts flirting with 
selling oil and anything other than dollars. I think things like that come out. Um, now this leak, I don't even. This is all coming out in you know right right as the election for twenty twenty four is ramping up. This is also when Tucker Carlson releases the January sixth footage. What I was saying before the break is, I, you know, he's not releasing that footage because he cares about us. Carlson's releasing that footage because I think they want to drum up support for Trump. They're afraid that the American riot is not going to participate in this next election and they want to get them all excited. Hmm. Because you also have the stuff with Trump happening and the whole court nonsense. So, yeah, all of that. And I have one more thing after the break. Are we on break already? Oh, I I know. We're heading into it, it looks like. I just started hearing music too myself. Uh, Yeah, I got one thing about Tucker when we come back. Great. Yeah, no, let's. Take this break. We'll be right back, folks. Stick around. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Extendivite is more than just a heart tonic. Most basic diseases are caused by yeast in the gut and metals in the liver, and we all have a bit of both. The garlic in Extendivite has a yeast-killing effect in the gut while also helping the sulfur enzyme in the liver get rid of the metals. Extendivite just may improve your overall health. Products like Extendivite are the only way we are going to get our society healthy. And if you're waiting for the government and pharmaceutical care to solve your health problems, you're going to have a long, disappointing wait, I think. Extendivite is a complete formula for extended life in the new millennium. 80 can be the new 60. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Subscribe to the Freedom Times monthly newspaper, published since 1985. That's right, 1985. The Freedom Times pulls no punches and observes no sacred cows or taboos. The perilous times we live in are too critical for anything but honest discussion of America's plight. The Freedom Times is the antidote to the lies and distortions of the fake news media. There's no better way to inform and enlighten Americans than by reading The Freedom Times each month. New subscribers may sign up at the special rate of just $29 for one year or $55 for two years. Subscribe online by going to AmericanFreedomNews.us or mail your subscription to The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. 
at the Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. Support America's best patriotic newspaper and one of the very few left by becoming a subscriber to the Freedom Times today. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. seems like we have someone uh, breaking through that fourth wall of radio uh, right now already, uh, perhaps for a topic that's already on the floor. Jeremy, you had another point about Tucker, sir. I was just mentioning that it was in Tucker's latest interview with uh, Adam Carolla, dude that used to do the man show in the 90s. Anybody remember that? And it was, the, the YouTube is on April 2nd. I think the interview was just a little bit before that, if you want to look it up. And they talk about race and racism. And of course, Tucker is carrying water for this Avex Swami, this, this dot-headed uh, street defecator who, you know, is t- doing all these conservative talking points. And oh, they don't care about his culture or that he's brown. They just love him because, you know, he said something against the FBI and affirmative action. But it was in this interview that Tucker basically said, yeah, as white people are in declension, um, if there's any political movement to say white people or speak up for them, I'm not going to participate in that, if that. And you can hear it yourself. Just pull up that interview. It's about an hour and 11 minutes long. And anyway, yeah, Tucker doesn't care about us. Yeah, I might might just do that, but just to hear your description is enough to, yes, solidify my agreement with you on that assessment. Charlie in Florida is on the line here. Charlie, hey, good morning. Hey, thanks for calling. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Oh, good morning, Richard. Good morning, Jeremy. It's nice to hear you uh, on a decent... I, I like your show. I don't use... I, sometimes it's a little late for me at night, but I really enjoy your show in the evenings. But I like you and I like Richard both because you both are open to conversation. You allow people to say what's on their mind. You know, and you you don't put any restrictions on what on the, what the callers want to talk about. I really appreciate both of you. So it's good to have hear you, you both together here this today. Thank you, sir. 
Yeah, I'm calling because of the uh, January 6th stuff, okay? This guy, Adam Chansley, or whatever his name is, does he look? did he look like a regular Trump supporter to you? I mean, I'm no, really suspicious no. about this whole thing, you know? This yeah, guy's no, supposed that, that... to... Yeah, he's Chansley. supposed to be a... Go ahead, please. Well, no, just to clarify for listeners, Adam Chansley, and you're referring to the, the QAnon shaman. And right. I, I've, I, I have documented I, Jacob Chansley. I'm sorry. Um, Jacob? Okay, yeah. yeah. Jacob. Jewish name there, too. Yeah. Isn't there like Angelini, a uh, middle name or something? Like, but um, yeah, no, he, I, I have photos of him at uh, climate activism protests uh, from like a year or two prior, uh, and those, of course, generally, you don't find people with, with right-wing uh, uh, talking points and, and, and values showing up at those. It, it is more kind of a, a, a left-wing sort of atmosphere, and, and just uh, for him to be hanging out with the same exact uh, QAnon shaman gear, by the way, at the climate uh, activism protests, you know, within a couple of years' time of it, uh, is, is very suspicious, and I have photos of his professional actor profile uh, from online, you know, screenshots of that, uh, advertising his acting skills. It's obviously the same guy with his big shoulder, unique tattooing and everything. And so, uh, you know, yeah, what, what, what more do you need to know? He's a paid actor. He's been at a lot of events which seem completely unrelated to one another recently. And it seems like, as someone like uh, Mr. Michael Rivera would say, you know, he was at January 6th to kookify the optics regarding the, the atmosphere there. But, no, go ahead. Continue, Charlie. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm glad that you shared that with me because I, I, I have information that he was at a couple of Black Lives Matter protests and that he was also at – he was also seen twice. That's right. I forgot about twice. that. No, no, I, I forgot about that one, the Black Lives Matter one as well. I think I have some screenshots I saved of that too, sir. Yes, please, go continue. Yeah, and he was also photographed twice out there with uh, Pelosi's uh, cousin, I think it was, her, her cousin or something like that, or her brother-in-law. I think it was her brother-in-law or something like that, uh, who was there filming the 9-11 thing, Pelosi. And he was seen twice with talking with them. And so why does this guy get a, a personalized guided tour through the White House? You know, the cops are leading him through. Right, but nobody else, right? They're showing. I think he was a setup from day one. I don't think he's it. They want to paint him like to be, like you say, a QAnon guy, you know, because he's so wild and crazy, you know, and they want to paint this picture of the QAnons as being wild and crazy. I'm not a QAnon guy, but listen, I, I don't I don't think they're all kooky like that. You know what I'm saying? So this right, is right. Even, even the guy, and even the guy who put his uh, feet up on, Pelosi's desk. Uh, I believe he was wearing a baseball cap. I, I forget the guy's name, but I have uh, documents of his name and info somewhere in my uh, hard drive. But yeah, yeah, I think I think he QAnon's a, a good handful of these. And from the footage I watched, included them going entering various places, assisted by the security, uh, from the horses to the doors to the building to the different hallways and inner doors uh, around the shooting. Uh, right before it took place, the, the footage I have uh, from that one, uh, uh, what's his name, that, that black guy uh, who was photographing it, he was clearly a, an, an, an insider uh, plant uh, as well. Uh, but the footage of, of the guy with the feet up on her desk in, the, in that office, 
with the little uh, QAnon shaman crew of his. I think it was a bunch of them there who were uh, assets, you know, and, and, and I don't know. From what I saw, it just seemed very curious. Like, it, it, like yeah, they, they weren't planning on, I mean, it is true what is pointed out that they, you know, it just seemed like a bunch of people taking photos like they're on tour no. of the museum. But at the same time, at the atmosphere inside there, it almost seemed like, okay, you know, these people were told to go in here and do this and be there. They don't really have any motive or any plans for anything once they're there, you know, but they know that there's nothing else they could do without. Uh... But, yeah, no, they got thrown under the bus. But I think that, yeah, that, that there was some um, well, orchestrating from the beginning, Charlie. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This whole thing is being staged. We're being fed a bunch of crap because just like Jeremy was saying about Tucker Carlson, he's feeding us a bunch of cooey about this 9-11 stuff. They're trying to paint this guy out as being some kind of, you know, hero or something, you know, this Jacob Chinsley guy, you know, so he can get, uh, the whole thing is so he can get off early, get out early, okay? Because he was obviously a stage, they told him, look, you'll do some time, we'll get you out. Okay, this whole thing, this Tucker Carlson thing, it's all bull crap. This guy's no more a QAnon shaman. And wh this this whole thing with uh, this Kevin McCarthy idiot, you know, going to share the, the – he has not released any of the 9-11 stuff, or, I mean, the January 3rd stuff, period. He said he was going to release it to the public. He hasn't done that. He released it to Tucker Carlson. What is that? That's just, why don't you just turn it over to a stage crew somewhere and let them, let them, uh, 20th Century Fox and let them make a movie, a fictional movie about it. You know, that's what he did. This guy's a bunch of work, piece of work. But anyway, I know you guys think I'm a big Trump supporter. I'm thinking now about I've been looking at this um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I really like this guy. I like he's coming. He's not, uh, you know, he comes out against he's against the vaccines. He's telling the truth about that. He's telling the truth about what's going on over in Ukraine, the amount of people being lost over there. I think he wants to pull us out of there. So anyway, I know everybody thinks I'm a big Trump supporter. Listen, I turn. On Trump in a minute, if we had the right guy in there, you know, it just depends on who the right person is. That's where I'm. Well, at. I've been right. Well, I've been following uh, the dangers of vaccines years before uh, the COVID came around. Uh, there's a very strong anti-vaxxer lawyer in California. I've been interviewing for a, a few years now. Uh, he doesn't even like uh, Dell Bigtree. Uh, and uh, Joshua Coleman uh, types. He, he, he thinks that they're a uh, controlled opposition he's so hardcore in his anti-vaccine um well i mean up until at least last up until a couple of years ago up until covid del bigtree didn't even seem to point out that all vaccines you know are, are harmful and don't don't do good and and so that was the big uh, red flag to to this lawyer gentleman but I, I don't i think because of that alone and how much power big pharma and you know the uh, vaccine industry being an arm of big pharma have over everything. It, 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 it's, 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 uh, you know, the biggest moneymaker out there, basically outside of the big banks themselves. And I don't see how he has a chance in hell of becoming president uh, RFK yeah. Jr. Because, because of that alone, because of the, the vaccine thing alone and him being against, I don't, I mean, I don't see how they'll change his mind. Okay. You have to start lighting up on vaccines if we're going to let you in and be a controlled uh, a president or something, you know, as a deal, he wouldn't take something like that. So I, I just don't think it's possible for him to, to get right. in there. But he would be more of a classic um, 
Democrat, uh, you know, which do- hardly exists anymore. They're going extinct, Charlie. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I think he is more. I don't know if he has a chance or not, but I tell you what, I think he's, uh, if we, you know, the more people hear about him and hear about what he's standing for, I think the stronger he'll get. I don't know if he'll, like you say, the big money's all against him. There's no doubt about that. You're absolutely right about that. But I, I just wanted to call in because I think, I, like Jeremy's saying, I don't trust Tucker. I don't trust any of these people. And I think I think he's right. I think this whole thing about this January 3rd issue is, is a bunch of hooey. And they're wanting us all to swallow it. And, you know, like they always do. You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's all phony. It's all phony. What we really right. need is say that guy, McCarthy, needs to release all the tapes to the public, put it on a... Put them all out there, the whole 41,000 hours or however many minutes it is or whatever, and put it out there so the public can look at it. Let the public put it in groups. Let us decide what's really going on. But they haven't done that. For some reason, they don't want to do it. And I don't. they're hiding something, and I don't know what it is. I don't know about it wanting to be supporting Trump or not. I don't, I don't really... I like Trump, you know, the nine, the January 3rd issue could be supporting him. I know all this stuff, but I don't think that's the reason they're doing it. I think they're just trying to cover up something that's going on in the background we don't know about. Yeah, just a couple of things on that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's not forget that there's eight states that still do mail-in ballots, and we saw the effect that that had on our midterm elections. And I don't think that we're going to have another fair presidential election. I think all of our politics should be centered. If you're in a conservative state, try to get good people in your state legislature. But as far as the president, it's it's done. And even if we had that, so even if we had that guy that wants to do everything for us, we're not going to get him in there. And even if we get him in there, there's so much uh, red tape and, and the system can just grind to a complete halt. Like what little stuff Trump did do was blocked at every end when he did the what they called the Muslim ban from the seven countries um, that he considered dangerous. He did the, the executive order. Just two federal judges uh, did the national injunction and and just blocked that up and, and, and clogged that up for about six months until it got to SCOTUS. And during which those six months, people were pouring in from those seven countries. Um, so even if we get someone in there as president, that wants to do something good for the American people, um, they're just going to roadblock them at every turn. The system is designed to go into gridlock like that, but especially with corruption, with the corruption in it, yeah, there's no way. And what I'm what I meant by releasing January sixth footage, see, like they want people to to forget about, they want the right wing Trump supporters to forget about the fact that we don't have fair elections and just get back into the system and get all excited for next Trump election. Um, the worst thing that could happen is for half of the electorate to to openly say we don't have faith in the system anymore. Then you're going to start to see the collapse of the federal government when that many people lose faith in the federal elections, and they don't want that. So that's why they're releasing this footage, I think. And Thank I should guys. have said, and and I probably should have said, uh, phrased it more. A uh, classic liberal would be more the term than classic Democrat, of course. But uh, no, just to reiterate that uh, QAnon Shaman, I'm looking at his backstage acting professional profile uh, right here. He goes by, well, his acting name is Jake and Angeli. Uh, you can see it's clearly the same guy, again, with the, the shoulder tats and everything, uh, his, his backstage actor profile. So he's an actor. Yes, he's been at, let's see, 
I have the, the climate activism photo in front of me here, September 20th, 2019. Okay, uh, the same uh, QAnon shaman gear at a protest at Arizona State Capitol building. I guess he lives in, in Arizona uh, because, yes, I also have here the photo. Thank you for reminding me, Charlie. Uh, Jacob Anthony Chansley, a.k.a. QAnon Shaman, a.k.a. Jake Angeli, at Arizona BLM, Black Lives Matter rally. Yeah. And, and that was June 2020, and I have the photo of him there in the same QAnon Shaman gear as well. So, I mean, come on, who's going to go to a climate activism uh, uh, BLM rally and January 6th and be a, a paid professional actor and wearing that kooky stuff? But, oh, he's a legit... Trump supporter. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can really buy that yes, easily. I'm glad you brought that out because it's absolutely ridiculous. We're being fed a bunch of hooey, a bunch of hooey. And Jeremy's right. We gotta, we, if we don't do something about the elections, nothing's ever going to get done. I personally think that we, we should consider succession. You know, some of these states, we need to succeed. But that's a whole other topic, you know, mm -hmm. pulling out of the – that's a whole different topic, but I really consider it and think it's an option of succeed of, of legal succession from you know the federal government. You know, I really do. But Mal, man, you guys are hitting on the, the subjects today. Thanks a lot. I, I I'll let you go because I know you probably got other callers, but I enjoyed the we show taking... and I enjoy both of you guys very much. You're both good. Very kind words. Oh, thank you for the call oh, as wait, well, wait, Charlie. Before I go, I go. I do got a question <laughs> for you, Richard. Yes, sir. Uh, the other day you said something, this is kind of off the subject, but you said something, there was a food uh, that you were advertising uh, that's supposed to be natural meats and stuff like that. Oh, it's a new uh, it's a new sponsor at RBN here. Yes. Yeah, can you tell me how to get a hold of them? I looked at the RBN page and I couldn't find anything on it. Okay, well, here, I could, I could mention the info again here. Uh, RBN has a brand new affiliate. Their name is Wild Pastures. Wild pastures. Wild pastures. Okay, I can look that up. Yeah, okay, beyond organic methods. Yeah, wild Yeah, because well, I'm looking for, uh, they're, they're corrupting our food, you know, with all this mRNA crap. Yeah, I had you a couple know, articles you. on that. Yeah, no, I'll, thank you for your call, sir. Yeah, we'll, we have uh -huh, the, bye the bye. final break. All right. We have the final break. We'll try to fit in a couple of quick articles, taking your calls. Most all the second hour. We'll be right back. The Alternative Media, Richard Carey, Jeremy from Kentucky. Stick around. Are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? 
a huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. EaseOff LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. And we're back here on the alternative media, folks. We have some callers lining up. Just a, a couple of quick things uh, to mention. Biden teams up with Bill Gates for $5 billion vaccine project, allegedly a successor to uh, Operation Warp Speed. 
Uh, now uh, they're having this new uh, slant on mortgage rates with the Biden administration. The better your credit score, the higher your mortgage rate. New mortgage rules are so absurd. Uh, this a Twitter poster says about it. Only progressive-minded economic illiterates could possibly have come up with them. But it's 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 just that uh, they are going to. Well, I mean, they had BlackRock and other Wall Street giants invest in real estate to avoid inflation the last couple of years since COVID, basically. Now they need a buyer to cash out. And so, yeah, the better your credit score, <laughs> the, the higher your your rate. But, uh, you know, for, for all these people who, who might not even be a good, uh, well, we've had so many... I mean, we've had the collapse of the housing market in the past based on, you know, people being allowed whatever on bad credit. And we've had the well, mortgage-backed securities debacle so many times. But this is, uh, it's kind of pushing it into overdrive for, again, uh, their purposes of cashing out the big boys there. And big, uh, well, Charlie was mentioning our foods, big AG, okay, uh, agriculture, uh, big agra, panicking over a bill to require labeling of gene-altering products. Uh, this was at the Defender, founded at, at Blacklisted News. And so, yeah, they're, uh, they're trying to push forward with that. We'll see uh, where it goes. Uh, farmers are furious as environmentalists escalate the war on food. There's another article circulating out there at a... Uh, Zero Hedge and, and Blacklisted News. Uh, they're still talking about Fauci and gain of function. Former director of national intelligence admits that Fauci lied about gain of function research. I mean, I, I don't know. Everyone has their own definition of gain of function. I've noticed at least a few out there. And, you know, uh, regarding uh, what I mentioned about uh, Dell Big Tree, I may have been confusing that with uh, Joshua Coleman as far as their stance on regarding all vaccines and all that, you know, I don't know, perhaps Dell had been a little more hardcore, but anyway, my, my, my vaccine lawyer friend, he, he doesn't even like Dell, you know, he just, uh, it's kind of an extreme personality there, but, uh, taking your calls all second hour here on the alternative media folks stick around. conclusively prove George Soros's role in orchestrating the pandemic. But first, dear patriots, the truth train has brought us a conspiracy in our own backyard. Now, you may think you know the story. 
Now it's like I always say, there's a whole lot of bullshit out there. So I'd like to give Soros, Pelosi, the Zionists, the Mexicans, the Snowflakes, and 